When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead, take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. Hello, Cheeseheads. Welcome to another episode of the Cheese Room Podcast. Tonight, it's another London derby, another win as we beat Chelsea 2 0 in the league and maybe could see the end of Potter. We'll see. Um, joining me all the way from South London, he's had a few beers and a kebab on the way, but he's back <laughs> home now, Mr. Paul Muir. How are you doing? Oi, oi. Hello. Yeah, that was good, wasn't it? Oh, I enjoyed that. I really enjoyed that this afternoon and I'm really looking forward to getting into it. And uh, yeah, I've had I've had a few drinks, um, had some food on the way home and uh, yeah, feeling emotional, but ready to do this. It should be good. Top stuff. Also joining from up north, as always, Mr. Seb Short. How are you doing, Seb? I'm all right. I was having a great weekend until uh, my wife watched her one Man United game of the season. That must be a cup, <laughs> cup final win and now she's, she's getting all large with her, uh, with her Man United support. But yeah, up until that point, it was a good day. Yeah, she's had a wine. She's uh, screwing the banter in the Seb household, isn't she? In the Seb Short household. Oh, my missus doesn't care. It's like I say, it's the one game that she's watched all season. She doesn't know half the Man United players. I questioned her at half time on who was actually on the pitch and she couldn't. She named four players. <laughs> oh, it's kicking off in the background there as well. <laughs> Anyway, we'll talk about uh, atmosphere. What did you think of it today, Paul? I know last week we talked about West Ham being a bit uh, drab, maybe not quite what we expected from a North London, uh, sorry, from a London derby. What do you think of today? Um, they were, were they there? Uh, I think they piped up uh, <laughs> Champions of Europe. You'll never be that, which is a bit just uh, it's just a bit ba- it's a bit Billy Basic, isn't it? And yeah. Uh, yeah, no, they they were just like I didn't see anyone on the hire. There were loads of police today. There was TSG all over the place and I think they're expecting yeah. a bit more bother but atmosphere wise didn't hear anything from them I thought we were in good voice um, I felt yeah I, I think we were you know we, we weren't overconfident but I felt that there was like um, shall we say kind of like shaded optimism today in the ground mm-hmm. and I think yeah we were ready we, we, we were wanting to like you know it, to really explode as, as, as a fan base which uh, we did at certain points but as for the away yeah. fans Chelsea just just it's Chelsea in it that's what I'm going to say (laughs) I mean in fairness they haven't got much to sing about at the moment but it kind of had a bit you know obviously not Battle of the Bridge but because there was quite a bit of needle going on there was a few contentious uh, situations in in the game and I thought you know that the crowd were cheering like sliding tackles for for throw-ins and stuff like that weren't we so I thought it was generally like a a bit of a better atmosphere today it's just nice that you actually went to a game Franco isn't it really Jesus Christ. <laughs> right, as always, uh, we will crack in with the lineup. No changes today, Sev. What do you make of that? Please of it or not? Uh, yeah, it was uh, a little bit surprising that there were there were no changes, but I guess the contentious um, picks, if you like, are the two wing-back positions and mm. Richarlison over Son. But obviously, um, Royale and Davis were kind of joint man of the match in the last game, so it would have been a little <laughs> bit weird to, uh, to, to have dropped them. Um, I was surprised that Son didn't come straight back in, but we talked about it on the last pod, obviously, um, we did. and said that there was, you know, good reason maybe to kind of still leave him on the bench and give Richarlison that run. Um, so in that sense, it was good to see, and the rest of it really, really wasn't much of a surprise. No, 
agree with that, Paul? Uh, yeah, I, I, yeah, back three pick itself. I think now, especially with that, we've got uh, the only left wing back we've got is um, Perisic, and he obviously can't play two or three games, or even two games a week. So we're obviously going to see Davis out there for a bit. Uh, I think yeah, him and Longley work pretty well together. I think uh, yeah, Royale has obviously shown himself over the last couple of games. City onwards, that he's um, he's picked his game up. And mm. he's, yeah, the Poro on the bench waiting to take his place. Um, he's he's keeping that places, and it's good to see Romero back. Um, Richarlison, um, you know, he needs to run a game. So people like me don't say, "Oh, he's crappy in build up all the time." Like I tend to say, "I thought I, <laughs> I, I, I just think he's a nuisance. I don't think he does much. I know he he, he yeah, the Hoiberg shot will come onto where it hit the post. He was key in the build up for that as well. He played like a nice little triangle." and got Hoiberg into a good shooting position uh, free of the midfield markers. But I'm 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 not sure about Richardson as a wide forward. I'm just I'm mm. just not getting it right now. I I still think that he's you know he's through the middle and that's it. He does it for Brazil, did it for Everton. We've 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 done this ad for Nottingham. Um so yeah, I I prefer to see Son start today, to be honest. Yeah, you, you can see the difference between Sun and, and, and even Kulu. When they're on the ball, they get it on the halfway line, they can look to take a man on. But you don't really get that feeling with Richarlison, do you? You don't think right. he's going to beat a man drive into space. You think he might sort of knock the ball around and, and then find somebody else. But you can't really see him sort of running at the defenders too much. His first thought is to lay the ball off, Richarlison. Yeah. And I think that's a lack yeah. of confidence. I see it even in my, at my boys' level. Um, where you know they get the ball and they pass it straight off, you know, almost sometimes to no one. He wants to link up with Kane. He, I think he wants to show that he's got good uh, chemistry, good link up play with Kane. A lot of the time, he's laying it off first time and actually, you know, hold it up a little bit, run it. You know, we know that he can do it. We've seen it before. Run it, run at a player like you say, mm. Son and Kula. You know, Son holds on to it this season certainly a little bit too much. Um, but um, yeah, you kind of want. Son to release it a bit quicker and Richarlison to hold on to it a bit more. Um, it, it just seems that there's, I think there's just a little lack of confidence. I think a goal could change it all, um, especially in the Premier League. But um, yeah, he didn't, he, he didn't do, do great. But as we said, if you're going to then drop him for the next game, how's he going to progress? How are we going to really know? Yeah, I had no problem with him playing today. And like we said, Son came off the bench last week, looked sharp, looked lively. So, um, I think it was it was a good option to have off the bench. Um, in general, today, how do we think we started? Because I thought the first half it was it was fairly even. Stevens, like Chelsea, looked a bit better on the ball in general, looked better in possession. I think they passed it around a bit better than we did, but then we threatened probably as equally as much on the break when and, and in the moments when we had some possession. And I don't know about you, Paul. It's just the first half seemed a bit weird, like because you had all that silver injury stuff. It was all a bit stop start. Um, but I thought there was generally a, a good intensity from Spurs today, which I feel like has been lacking in every single first half this season. I thought we should, I thought we did all right. And, and we knew they were going to get 50, 60% of the ball. I think we set up really well. We we kind of looked after our spaces. I don't think we looked after our men, but we, we seem to like when we drop back into 5-4-1, we look after the space mm. that, you know, if a player drops into. So somebody like Jao Felix, he hasn't got a position in the Chelsea uh, set up. He's like that kid uh, uh, five or six aside. He obviously plays a bit. He just floats around and does something really, really good and he scores. But that's six aside or, you know, like, you know, like cage football like we played down here. But I think when, you know, you've got someone like that in Chelsea kind of like set up, it's it's actually quite easy to like, you know, just mark, just if he drops into the space, then Skip will pick him up. If he goes forward, then Dara pick him up. He, he doesn't, he doesn't really knit anything together. I don't think he's, um, he's, uh, his teammates know what he's going to do with a ball. So I, I thought we contained him really, really well. He popped up between the mm-hmm. lines. He, you know, died, didn't know whether to come in for him. Romero didn't want to come for him. A lot of communication yeah. with Skip and Hoiberg. They Skip was shouting like left shoulder, left shoulder to Hoiberg. You could hear it mm-hmm. when I was sitting. Loads of really good like that. So we, we kept him really well. And I, yeah, I just thought we, we contained Chelsea pretty well, uh, to be honest. And yeah, we, we were obviously waiting for the, to spring on the attack. And that first mm-hmm. 10, 15 minutes, they probably shaded it. But then certainly we, we held our own for the final, like, you know, Certainly, last 25, 30 minutes, I thought I thought we did okay, and obviously, you know, we 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 counted with, with pace as well. I thought Kane today was exceptional, 
you know, first when Silver yeah, was on, really good when Silver was on the field for the first 15, 20 minutes, he tried to like nudge him coming towards the ball. He's back to goal. Kulabai, who is a unit, he is massive for a footballer. And um, he was trying to barge him. Kane was like really strong, taking it on, on the half turn, opening his body out straight away and, and playing the ball out to Royale or playing out to, to Davies, uh, you know, to, to, to set something off. Um, no, that first half, I, I, I felt pretty comfortable. Don't know about you, but I, I, yeah, I thought we look all right here. Yeah, I thought it was a good half. But I said it was marred with loads of weird stuff going on. I don't. <laughs> there's so much to talk about the ref. And after Seb's oh. ranting last week no. about referees, <laughs> I don't want to set him off. I don't know whether it's best to get it out of the way. Maybe we will. Because, I mean, it started from the first couple of minutes. Like that Sterling incident. Yeah. Um, I've seen the replays. I didn't. I can't see hardly any contact. And even if there was a tiny smidgen, he made a big deal out about that. And the ref's done nothing. So, they're not getting banned. They're not getting um sort of picked up for that. And then there was the the silver elbow on Romero, which again you didn't really see it live. Um, but I've, I've seen a replay or seen still pictures, and it firmly looks like an elbow to the face. Go on, Seb, get on your rant. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, I'll try and keep it brief. You know, we don't want to repeat everything I said last week, but it's it it the standard is is shocking, and I mm. it it's absolutely appalling. And I, I don't know what what can be done. To make it any better, um, you know, I also think you know, it might draw a little bit of controversy here, but I, I thought we were lucky not to give a penalty away um, through Skip. Um, uh, he had a couple nah, of nah. he had a couple on who he had a couple of bites. The VAR even didn't look. It also hit his hand in the, in the same same phase of play. There were three separate instances. He had a couple of bites. I thought we were lucky. Look, that's kind of by the by. Just in general, the consistency <laughs> is shot to pieces. Um, and then obviously you get the the incident at the uh, at the end of the game, and I still I can't really understand what exactly what happened and who was booked for what. Um, I think you, uh, from what I can make out, Havertz is booked for the initial challenge, but the challenge from Ziyech that then follows is worse. That is definitely a yellow card. Um, mm. But by that point, maybe to give the referee a little bit of leniency, you've got to you've got to penalise the first tackle, which is Havertz. But then obviously Royale comes in uh, with a shove uh, and then Ziyech then punches or slaps or whatever you want to call it, but he raises his hand. That is the most important thing. He raises his hand to the face of Emerson Royale. Now, mm. there for me, there there are three bookings. There's the Havertz one, there's the Ziyech tackle, there's the Ziyech um hand to the face yeah so then you get this ridiculous situation where there seems to be a huge communication breakdown where whoever is in um the referee's ear is it's atwell the referee isn't it whoever is in Stuart atwell's ear says no that's a that's a red mate so he produces the red before even looking at it himself he's then somehow is he then told, no, it's not a red, what have you done? You need to go over to the screen. Um, so he goes over to the screen. He then corrects himself. For me, if I don't, maybe, maybe it's me and I wouldn't want to lose face, but I, I would have stuck with my decision because now it just looks ridiculous. Who is making the decisions? And yet again, you've got this unknown person sat in a porter cabin whispering in someone's ear what to do. Well, it could be any of us. It could be anything or anyone. It, it makes yeah. no sense and it's open and I say it and I say it again and it makes me feel sick saying it and I know I sound boring, but it is so open to malpractice, to bribery, to all of those dodgy things mm. that I like to think don't go on in our game. And it's just another incident, another Spurs game, another top level game where millions, if not billions of pounds are involved and some little dude sat in a porter cabin is making a decision. I don't think Stockley Park tell him about the red card. He goes to the, he goes to the assistant, Seb, and I think the assistant tells him that Ziyech, even though it happened in front of Atwell, has pushed him in the shoulder and it slipped off his shoulder into his face. I don't think it's a red for, for the record, but it doesn't matter. Um, I And I then think Stockley Park gets in his ear at that point and says, have a quick look at this. We don't think this is violent conduct, so I, I don't think I don't think Stockley Park tell him to like send him off. I don't even think Stockley Park were involved at that point. I think he's he's liaised with his uh, assistant and his assistant and him have a chat and he go right, yeah, that's a red card. Uh, 
and then he's there, and then and then the mistake and that. But that's what VAR is there for, isn't it? Because he's made a clear and obvious error. But this is the thing. Yeah, yes, it is. But but no, it isn't. That's the thing. Because yes, it is meant to overturn or have a closer look at on-field decisions. But most of the time, we are told that VAR needs serious um, uh, information or uh, serious evidence, I should say to overturn on-field decisions. And that's why the majority of the time you get Peter Walton and all the, the, the dudes, that they're all there to back the referee up, apart from when they're not. And that that just makes no sense. It's so inconsistent. The, the, the on-field um, uh, referees, so the, the, the referee and the uh, linesman have made a decision between them. The linesman has said, I've seen something. And the, the referee's taken his assistant's word for it and produced a red card. And then mm. you get someone in the ear. Now, that is all well and good if that is what mm. always happens. But it doesn't. We, and the amount of times I hear on commentary, um, it's being looked at, check over. Well, that, that offers us nothing. No. Uh, that, that, is, and that, that is so, and I said it last week, it's so cheating the public and the paying public and the viewing public of what they can see in front of them. There are millions, billions of people watching this and there are two people going, VAR check. Check over. It, it means it means nothing. It and, and like I say, constantly open to manipulation. Yeah, I think today it's just the process. It looked bad, didn't it? Like you say, the fact that he decided to give a red after it felt like about two minutes, at least between a minute and two minutes. Yeah. So he instantly, after the foul from ZH, gets his yellow out. So he's going to give a yellow card, but then, like you say, he gives one to Havertz. Then surely he's going to give one to ZH. That was a worse foul, but then he doesn't. He gives one to uh, Royal, wasn't it, I think? Yeah. And then he waits about another 30 seconds, it felt like. And it did feel like he, he went and spoke to the linesman before he did all this and then got in his earpiece. But then, yeah, just the fact that he, he then gives him a straight red and then has to go back, it just looks stupid. But then also, surely, if he's give, given a yellow for the foul and then he's pushed, like a push is a yellow regardless, surely. So it's either a red or two yellows depending on how you want to you want to view the push so we we're meant to know now because of VAR exactly what has happened and we don't there's three of us sat here <laughs> two of you were at the game I watched it on the telly and we're slightly disagreeing on the order of events that shouldn't be the case look I've sat and watched some of the some of the rugby this weekend it's not my favorite sport but I, I don't mind it but when they're making a decision you hear as a public mm. here, I don't. I'm, I haven't been to a rugby match, but I'm guessing the the crowd have some idea of exactly what what is going on. The players certainly yeah, yeah. know, and they have respect. And you hear someone saying, "We are we are checking this try. Is there a foot over the line, or has he done this, or is it a bouncing ball, or any of the stuff, yeah. the rugby terminology that I don't quite understand?" And and you know, and and it's clear. And yes, all right, it might take a minute. No one minds it taking a minute if the the right outcome is dealt. But now they're trying to speed up the process because there was this huge um, thing about we shouldn't be waiting for three minutes or four minutes and the crowd doesn't know what's going on. But all they've done now is VAR looking at it, check complete, tells us nothing. And mm. this stuff today where someone's talking in his ear and telling him to go over, we don't know what, what was said. Yeah, no, great. It's the same in rugby, it's the same in cricket, the same in Yank sports, American football or whatever. You get an audible from the ref telling you what the decision is and why, don't you? So I'd agree. There's definitely still improvements to be made, but, you know, there's not much money in football for this sort of thing. <laughs> it's ludicrous, isn't it? The amount of money they've got and it still takes about four or five years to get something fairly simple, you would think, in practice. The other, Premier the League, other thing I, I don't like about it is, uh, is that happened in... Um, uh, injury time in the first half. Yeah. And then yeah. all of a sudden, no one really knows how much time is then going to be added on in the top. And I looked at it, it was eight and a half minutes eventually, including yeah. the, the thing. And you think if you can see, you have to, as a player, they've got to be so switched on because you think if we concede now, that is time that shouldn't shouldn't be there, shouldn't have existed. Mm. It's mm. a referee's mistake. You know, they're, they're, they're adding, they're, they're the ones that have caused this. They're adding all this time on. Um, it just, again, it, it makes it, unpalatable I would say yeah agreed a pretty uh, yeah annoying end to the half there wasn't a huge amount going on in that half to be fair like you said the Hoybier chance which was, was nicely worked deflected shot um, I've seen on the replay and at the other end I think Foster had to pull off two shots in that first half and that one from um, Sterling that one from Sterling was quite nice the curling effort um, apart from that it was a fairly quiet half in terms of chances 
Start the second half, all that changed. <laughs> Paul, Bosh. how pleased were you for Skippy to get his goal today? Yeah, yeah, Dio, uh, Tottenham fan, and he is. He had a season ticket, he's family season ticket. Yeah, you, you can read about him uh, in the program or on the website. Uh, made up. Uh, I have to admit that I was helping a man who uh, had uh, knee ligament issues. It wasn't Rodrigo Bentancourt, it was somebody else in, <laughs> in, in my section, and uh, I missed a goal. Live, oh, unfortunately, because he was he had crutches and I was trying to help him up the stairs. Eventually, I should have just, right. just shoved him on my back and pulled him up. But I've seen it. Um, yeah, it was it was good pressure. It was a mistake from um, 106 million pound Fernandez and Skip. He, he got hold of it. He, I mean, it looked like it was really traveling. Yeah, could could the goalie have done any better? Don't know, but it was it was really traveling. But uh, lovely hit and uh, nice dip on it, a bit of fade, and uh, yeah, really really made up for him because um, mm. I thought he was superb today, Skip. I thought he was really really good, and uh, yeah yeah nice good time as well. Straight off the first half, like first attack goes oh. down in that, goes down in that box. Yeah, we put the mm. pressure on. Comes edge of the edge of the box, edge of the eighteen yard box, and bang! Thanks very much. One 0 yeah, it was great. Uh, your boy Emerson Royale said was kind of involved just before that, wasn't he? A bit of a tame shot, the goalkeeper, which they they cleared poorly. But Skip, the thing I liked about that was he had to sort of put a little bit of effort into win the ball. It didn't just fall to him and he hit it. He had to beat the man, yeah. uh, sort of chested it down, and then just thought, right, it sat up perfectly, just smacked it. Um, goalkeeper, like like Paul said, slightly weak wristed, did to kind of get a hand on it, but not enough. But yeah, what a great goal for him. We do come tend to come out the second half. Um, really quickly, even when yeah, we, yeah, I mean, these first few minutes, we 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 tend to be quite dangerous at that at, at that time, um, and yeah, it went from wing back to wing back. I thought Davis again was was superb today. Um, that was good. Part part, I mean, part of me is really pleased, and part of me kind of thinking, why have we not realised in training that our best wing back is <laughs> Ben Davis? Um, <laughs> I know he's been playing playing centre back, but it works. I thought Longley was good uh, on that uh, uh, filling in the. Uh, the left mm. centre back side, um, but I, Davis he gets up and down so well, and it started with him, and it comes across. Kulu holds it up, um, and yeah, you've got your, as Paul said, your hundred and twenty million pound player who it does, obviously must not get a shout from the from the keeper. The keeper mate pulled off a half decent save, and then he only needed to put his arms out and re re grab the ball. Mm. Fernandez clears it, and like you say, skip. Has to be, I think it's Felix, but I'm not quite sure. Kind of get in front of him, you know, yeah. not, not barge him out of the way. It's like, but he, he did work, did so well not to foul him. I was worried actually that they were going to, that he'd come off his hand or something like that as he controlled it. Um, you, it this is another thing with VAR is, you know, you can't quite relax until, <laughs> until the other team kick off. Um, but yeah, he kind of came through and yeah, a, a great hit. And it was just, it's lovely just to see. That pure joy, you know, we see it, we see it a lot. But you know, you knew how much that meant to him and all the players, you know, around him. And um, yeah, fantastic start to the second half. And then I felt like the game was set up for us. I feel that quite a lot now. When we go in front, I think we we we've we've got this. You know, we yeah, we, we tend to tend to look stronger. No, I'd agree. Uh, what do you think, Paul? Because we didn't really get troubled for the rest of the half. I thought we were really compact. Like you say, we were closing down those options and I thought we, we were fighting really well as well. Um, breaking up whenever we could, pressing at times. Yeah. And, and and yeah, like like Seb said, we looked pretty comfortable with, that, uh, with the 1-0 lead. You're looking at Chelsea. I don't know, Seb, maybe on TV and Franco, you, you would have to with me, but they don't look very fit to me, Chelsea. They look, mm. they they look really sluggish. Like I don't know whether they're just like basically like not on a, like yeah, the downing tools or anything like that. And other cliches, but kind of sorry, Paul, just to interrupt you on that yeah. point but to, to to agree with you. There's been stuff that's come out in the last couple of weeks, Chelsea, that their preseason was appalling. So yeah. you might well have a point. Yeah, but contrast that with the first game against them. The difference was, was yeah. they were more up for it. They seemed more intense and fitter. And today, I thought it was the opposite. I think also Mason Mount's um, form has fallen off the cliff as mm. well. Um, you know, obviously, I, th- I do think Thiago going off in the first twenty minutes for Fana, who I think is useless. I think Fana is awful. Um, <laughs> I think you know that that's a big miss. He did him a lot of leadership, Thiago. He's 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 actually he's probably one of the most important players in my opinion mm. at the front uh, sorry for leadership at the back obviously and he gets his head on stuff when they have set piece in the attacking third but I, I was looking at him today and um, I was looking at Chilwell Chilwell looked chubby I'm not Luke Shaw chubby but I, and like as I said I've already said that I thought Koulibaly's also been hitting that he's been like benching and 
doing pull-ups or lap pull-downs because he's like very top-heavy as well. Mm. Um, I just thought they didn't look very fit. And, and yeah, leading on to what you're saying now, I just thought we were quicker, we were sharper, we closed down the spaces more, we pressured their first touch much better. They didn't control it and they didn't want to come back and fight for it. You know, and, you know, they brought lots of cheek off and they, they, they changed it up. And you're right, I just thought we weren't troubled at all in that second half. It was, um, it, it, it felt remarkably comfortable. It, it really did. And, you know, it was a, it was a very welcome feeling. I have to admit, it was like, you know, it's Chelsea. We haven't, they, they, we haven't beat them at ours for God knows how long. And, um, yeah, it, it was just nice to, like, feel, do you know what? I don't, I, I'm fairly confident he's not going to get back. These guys aren't going to get back into this. And, uh, yeah, and then we got a second, which was, uh, you know, kind of final nail in the coffin, really. But they didn't trouble us mm. at all. They didn't trouble us at all to answer your question. No, not at all. No. Well, didn't he, as well? A couple of times that he was called called into action. I said that today. Yeah. Just, there was nothing made, yeah. yeah, I said that today. I, I mean, I was I was critical of him and I, at Leicester. I thought he looked, he looked rusty. To be to be polite, but mm-hmm. yeah, he, I think he dived at um, was it Sterling's feet or might have been Havertz's feet? He was out really quick, like proper quick. Yeah. He, I mean, he's yeah. six 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 eight. If he's coming down at you, you know, you know, and he's he spread himself, Schmeichel like, should we say? There's not a lot of goal to aim at, and he he did really well, and uh, that he did one good save where he kind of he parried it away from the goal, and uh, yeah, and he came out uh, a few times for any cross that came in, and yeah, commanded that kind of six yard box penalty spot area really well. You, you're right, Seb, he did do well. Yeah, uh, here's that thing with the goalkeeper coming in. You always think they need a couple of games. And I do think he's experienced enough. Like We shouldn't really be worried about him being in goal for us. Uh, and I think okay. today like he didn't have much to do. But like you said, he did fairly well in the, 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 the sort of when he had to do something. That's almost harder, isn't it? When you haven't, haven't got a lot to do. You know, yeah. To, to kind yeah. of be that switched on. Like you say, that, that, that died down to... Nick the ball off Havertz at his feet was, um, yeah, and that was at a crucial time as well. Still one nil, and uh, you know, halfway through the second half, I, yeah, I, I, I liked, I liked what I saw today. But the defence, you're right, but did did very, very well. Didn't give him, did, he wasn't, he wasn't that busy. They're, they're just, I don't know what to make of Chelsea. They've got so much talent. I looked at their bench. I was, oh my god, like you know, they've got eighty million pound players on the bench, mm. um, and yet. They can't find they can't find a way at all. They, that I, I I mean I feel sorry for Potter, but um, I, I don't think he's anything near what some of us cracking to be. I will repeat it and I will repeat it. <laughs> I need to drive my point home. <laughs> but um, if you've got that much talent, a you're going to struggle to keep them happy and uh, all, all of them happy. You. You know, how can you sign a player for eighty-six million quid and leave him on the bench for the last two games? Why? Why mm. did you want him that badly? Mm. How can you spend one hundred and twenty million quid on a defensive midfielder who didn't look anywhere as good today as Oliver Skip, as a, yeah. as a for instance? You know, yeah, it true. doesn't make any sense. Uh, you've got a player that you pay, oh, you've got a player you paid ninety million quid for. Havertz and you don't know where to play him. You don't no one knows, pundits, managers, whatever, where his best position is. Mm. How can you pay 90 million quid for that player? Uh, uh, absolute basket case of a club. And uh, look, sound like Kevin Keegan now, but I loved it today because the, like what are they doing? <laughs> what what are they doing? No, they don't know what they're doing. They haven't got a clue. So I would, it would have been peak like Spurs at the worst Spurs to go and lose that today to a team. When I saw their lineup, I thought, oh, they've got some players back and 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 stuff like that. But I was so glad that it didn't didn't kind of materialise that way. Um, and, you know, they're, they're going to struggle for, for European football next season. Oh, no, definitely, yeah. And I think with the Liverpool result yesterday, it's, it's good. We've, we've put a bit more space in between them. Else. I still think that Newcastle are the only team we really need to finish above. I think the, the, the top three is, is going to be one of the, you know, one of those three is going to win it. Not, not Liverpool? No, I don't think so. I mean, I didn't watch their game. Paul, you, you thought they were rubbish, didn't you? Yeah, uh, they, they, they haven't got a midfield. Uh, Naby Keita was lucky to stay on the field in the first 45 minutes. It was quite clear he was going to get hooked, picked up. He did three really cynical fouls before the the ref kind of, and basically they haven't got a midfield at the minute. Mm. Um, and uh, Trent is a shadow of what he is. It's the odd kind of Hollywood pass every now and then. Uh, they can't get the ball to um, 
um, uh, Salah. Um, Jota is just on the way back. I do write Jota, and obviously um, Nunez. Thank you. Yeah, Nunez was there. He's got. He's got. It seems he's got a really. His shoulder keeps dislocating. Keeps popping out. A bit like um, uh, uh, Triore does at Wolves, so that they've got an issue there. They, I, I don't think Liverpool will be anywhere near us. Famous last words, mm. but um, yeah. Well, this is it. With games in hand, they're only three points behind us. I think something like that. But they, like I said, I just think they've never really replaced Mane and what he did for the team. They've mm-hmm. got they've got some talent up there, but it's just not the same. That that golden era of those few seasons where they were really good, it isn't the same. So we just. We just got to keep going. I really think, like, whilst it's not been pretty, we've got winnable games coming up now. We've got through these two tricky, uh, well, actually, the Man City game as well. We've got some, through some tricky games, and we've got yeah. a decent amount of points out of it. We, I hope that we are in a position. I'm looking. We have got United and Liverpool end of um, April within three days of each other. Mm. I, I would hope that we we go into that like clear, not being able to afford to drop points. I don't mean that, but almost like little bit of weight off, if you know what I mean. Um, mm. In fact, I'm looking, actually, we're Newcastle. It's Newcastle, Man United, Liverpool. <laughs> mm. In a row, Newcastle away, United at home, Liverpool away. Yeah, but we should see those as opportunities, Seb. I yeah, think. yeah. No, I agree. That should, that should be the mindset. Because the thing is, we looked at these games and we the one we weren't particularly worried about was Leicester. We were thinking, well, we've got some tricky uh, London derbies coming up, but look, we've got results in those and Leicester was one we slipped up on. So I think we need to make sure we don't do that in some of the games coming up, you know, with Forest, etc. On that point, if we're still in the FA Cup and we beat uh, Sheffield during the week and stuff, you got, I think, yeah, in that reign of games that you and Seb were just talking about there, I think we'll have FA Cup as well. There's a lot of games around that period. I, I, mm. I haven't got the, the fixture list open at the minute, but yeah, that 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 is what you're saying there. That that, that kind of nine, ten, two weeks, that ten, nine, ten days, two weeks is, is key, that, mm. those games. And just to be aware that if we still in the FA Cup as well, and I'm not too sure where the Champions League fits in there either as well, if we get through, in, I think we will do Milan um, at the stadium. Um, so yeah, so... Yeah, but you got to be in to win it. You know, you, you you could be like ninth, tenth, eleventh, and whatever, and just like you know, like sleepwalking or whatever in Sydney. But yeah, you know, we, we've got things to play for, and we got we're getting players back. Obviously, you know, we're losing out yeah, a, a key midfielder, but we you know, hopefully Lloris might come back, or as we just were saying a minute ago, Forster might keep his place. We don't know, and it seems like you know that we're starting to build a little bit of momentum. Unfortunately, the Leicester game was you know a, a blot on our a couple there, but. Yeah, I mean, it's yeah, as you say, you know, th- these games, you know, winning is a habit and all those other cliches, but it's kind of like, you know, th- these games are, yeah, they, they, they shouldn't really worry us. As you say, they're opportunities. And um, yeah, I, 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 yeah, I just don't see Liverpool. I, th- I, th- I think it's between us and Newcastle, just like it was between us and, and Arsenal last season. I think it's between us and Newcastle for the fourth place. Mm. We're, we're in a, a position that we, that we all wanted. And also yes. what I like, what I like recently we take the Leicester game out of it, but re- recently is different players have stepped up. So we're not here every week talking about Kane and how magnificent Kane is and he's done it again and this week it's Kane and this week it's Kane. And well, so- he did do it again today, sir. So. <laughs> yeah, no, he, he, he was very good, but you know, we, we're talking today about Oliver Skitt. We were talking last week about uh, Emerson Royale and, yeah, and Ben yeah. Davis. There's different. We talked to them in the Milan game about Scott, Sarr and Skip. So there's different players every week that are set, that are stepping up at a time when our best midfielder is out and our captain and goalkeeper is out, um, yeah. you know, that, uh, and our manager is out. So you know it, it shouldn't it shouldn't be underestimated. Really, we're we're on we're we're on a very good run. And today there, there was such a good element of control over it, and that's what mm. that's what we had against against West Ham. It was a steely determination of we're not going to concede. We're going to hit you. Uh, we're going to be be strong. You know, there was a bit of niggle today as well. No one, no one kind of rolled over. It was a strong, strong performance. Um, and you just think uh, these this wing back situation is really interesting. How mm. you know Porro has come in and now isn't getting a look in. And I thought Royal was fantastic again today. Eight or nine out of ten. You know, he got smashed. He got smashed early on as well. He got he got caught as well. Mm. It was it was right in front of me on my side, Lower East. And uh, yeah, he got caught by I don't know. I, I think it might have been James actually or someone like that. He, like clipped him and he he took four or five minutes to run that off. And he went down. And he held his shin. I think it might have been his shin or maybe Salais, his gastroc or one, one of the calf muscles. Um, yeah, and he was struggling for four or five minutes. But, you know, he, he, he stuck to his task. And you're right, Seb, I thought he was good today as well. 
but yeah. it, 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 we've now got a squad. You know, look at the players that didn't didn't come on today. Uh, you know, obviously, I know we've said Lloris and Bentancur, but apart from that, there's there's a strong squad there. If we can keep that defence fit, those three, um, I think pretty, pretty. I don't know what he's going to do against Sheffield United, but I think they need to play every league game. Really, I don't want to see Sanchez come in or Tanganga come in. Um, I like that, and I, I feel sorry for Perisic a little bit because he's set piece delivery, but in kind of open play, um, it looks like Davis is the better player to me. Mm-hmm. And, you know, our set pieces, we've, we've got other players that can take them. We were already, I think, most goals from corners in the Premier League today. And then we scored the second goal today That's was good. another one from a, from a corner. There's a little bit of talk. I know uh, Rich, one of our patrons, was was laughing at somebody saying that Dyer might have fouled their, one of their players. But he was kind of leaning over him. But still, another great, brilliantly taken goal from Kane today from a corner. I think you've got to give a little bit of respect to Gianni Vos, uh, VO, I, I think I hope probably butchered his name there but I set, I set peach coach set peace coach sorry I have had a drink set peace coach and um, you know as you say we've, we, we score a lot from set pieces uh, Perisic and I also think Son Son takes a really good corner from both sides mm. he takes a really good corner in Diana where that ball was going might have been a bit physical to get there don't give a shit it happens all the time against us no. couldn't give a shit yeah. and uh, he, knew, he knew where Kane was and if you're going to leave Kane with a yard, two yards of space by the back stick, yeah, he might and he he, he adjusts his body because he, he'd overrun the ball a little bit, and he just he hooked it in at the far post, and yeah, mm. it, it, it was a really well worked goal, and yeah, just like the roof went off, and it was yeah, really good atmosphere at that point. But, but those but those set piece goals are important for us because you were yeah. talking this year about about how many goals we scored this season that didn't feel like it, but when you've got 12, 13 of those coming from corners and free kicks, that's yeah, probably why it adds up. It does, and yeah, as you say, Perisic puts uh, sorry, Stepan puts a really good dead ball in as well. And we've got Son as well, and players are are running to like uh, automations and 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 set pieces, and and it's very very important. So I don't know, he keeps getting in that spot, Kane. There's so many times he gets yeah. in that, <laughs> yeah, in defenders that are just oblivious. Well, yeah. it doesn't make any sense to me because he's he's the man that if there's a knockdown, he's going to get on the end of it. I, it reminded me of the goal that he scored for England against. Um, Tunisia at the end of the, yeah. the 18 World Cup in, in the last minute. And and, it, and you wonder how he manages to get himself unmarked at the back post. And it's not, I mean, he scored a couple like that already for Spurs this season. Uh, the fact that Sterling was marking him and then they tried to explain it on, on Sky, the, 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 the post-match, and it was Dawson and Hasselbank again. And they, they had a bit of a disagreement about when you're marking zonal, and then you pass the player on. As soon as he kind of steps out of your zone, he's yeah. Sterling passed the player on to Chilwell. I mean, that makes no sense to me. But if you if, if that's how you're going to defend, then Kane's going to he's going to score a bucket load of goals like that, as has been proved. If, it, if all he's got to do is run past a short player as the knockdown comes in, and the short player is going to let him go, then mm. happy days, um, you know. But you know, Johnny on the spot, you got to be in the right place, and yeah. Fantastic news for us. Uh, and it took the pressure off those last 10 minutes. You know, it can always be nervy at that point. Yeah. Yeah, no, it did. It was um, a great end to the day. Ah, oh, right. Sheffield up next midweek. Um, how are you feeling about that, Paul? Confident or not? They're, they're flying, really. I think I was watching the um, championship football roundup thing yesterday and they were talking about whether they're likely to drop players or not. But um, it's unlikely, isn't it? And I think that they'll be going out there trying to trying to do something in the FA Cup as well. It won't be an easy game. Um, it's a, a cliche comment, a bit of a banana skin, isn't it, to be honest? Um, yeah. I think we'll be all right. No, I, I'm confident, you know, my job's confident going to Leicester and look what happened. <laughs> um, no, I think, uh, I don't think, you know, Skilini will, will, will change much of it. He probably, he might change one of the back three. Um, he might bring, he might bring Lucas in, um, start Danjima, maybe, I'm not sure. Um, mm. Yeah, but I don't think he's going to change it that much. No, I feel fairly confident and, um, yeah, we're you know, still in, still in, still in the shout for two major cup competitions, which is, which is nice. Um, yeah. So yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm. What is this feeling, Paul? It's, it's, it's quite confidence, Franco. That's what it yeah. is, and yeah, yeah. Let's go. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. 
For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. I mean, now's probably a good time maybe to play them. I think I'm just looking at their form. They've won, lost, lost, won and drawn. And considering they're second in the league on 64 points, next closest is Middlesbrough 57. They've obviously had some really good runs uh, earlier in the season and, and maybe now faltering slightly, but... I know nothing about Sheffield United, so I'm not going to pretend that I do. No, Seb, no. you know, think from they're up your way, aren't they? <laughs> <laughs> uh, they're North of Birmingham. They're up there, aren't they, Seb? So North of Birmingham. To be fair, I was looking at going, but it's actually too far. It's a good couple of hours still, so no, uh, I, uh, I, I won't be going. I'm going to Wolves actually, but I, I, I mean, I've seen them a little bit. They've got good midfield. Um, I, I worry in terms of FA Cup fifth round ties, even the ones we've had at home recently, in those midweek games, they haven't done as many favours. I think I can remember Southampton. I think I can remember Norwich, uh, missed penalties and Troy Parrott and things like this. So I'm, I'm hoping it doesn't doesn't turn into that. I would, I don't want to run the plays into the ground, but I'd like to go strong. Um, if you, I think uh, look, you can make these changes now, and this is, this is the thing that's been different for, uh, than from a few years ago. Go in, go strong, make five changes. That's that's for me. Go go two nil up, and then make the changes. I don't want to start. So I don't want to start Kane on the bench, and then suddenly he's trying to come on, rescuing it, and then there's tackles flying in, he gets hurt or something like that. I want to I want to go strong, dominate the game, get it won, and then and then get the players off ready for uh, for Wolves on Saturday. No, I'd agree, Seb. It's important to get through this. And I feel like the fans now, that they really want us to, to have a good run in the FA Cup. We've got a decent chance. When you see United getting the, winning the League Cup yeah. today against Newcastle, it just makes you think, oh, that could have been us so easily if we hadn't have just not turned up at, uh, at Forest. Forest. But the thing I liked about that, just to say, the thing I liked about that, I, did, I thought Newcastle looked toothless. Yeah, um, they've hit, hit, hit a real bump, haven't they, Newcastle at the minute? They've hit a real bump. Well, That's they've been point. defensively strong and then Almiron went on a run and banged in a load of goals and, and they and they crept up the table, but he's he's not been anywhere near as prolific since I put him in my fantasy team. <laughs> so, <laughs> always, the, always the way of cursing a player. Um, but yeah, I think the, fan, the fans really want this FA Cup, it feels like this year. Yeah. It's, you know what I mean? With all the unique out stuff and the, and the, the disharmony uh, amongst the fan base, it'd be really good, if, at least if we can get to a final and score a goal that's at least progress <laughs> yeah so I was just going to say today uh, something slightly different but I've just read it was uh, Ben Davis's 300th appearance for the club today yeah, yeah. which was uh, again it's just like that, that, he's been here a while hasn't he and um, you know Mr Steady Eddie consistently... <laughs> I was say, a, lot, a lot of fans will be saying that's 300 too many Paul so. <laughs> yeah but you know but he's, he's, he's you know I don't think he's ever made. Yeah, he's, he's probably had bad games, and I probably obliterated those from my mind. But oh, sorry, certainly forgotten about them. But I thought, you know, he's under the managers we've had. He's never really kind of like looked out of place. Yeah, you know, obviously, you know, form comes and goes. But you know, three hundred appearances. I mean, that's decent. No, that's sure. pretty good. And then look at look at the managers he's he's kind of worked through. He was Pochettino's yeah. first signing. Yeah. So yeah, he's he's and he's always been in managers' thoughts. He's obviously a a, a proper pro. Um, can we talk about Conte and the fact that he's not been uh, been there when we've put in these performances and what that means? And <laughs> does it does it mean anything? Well, well we did kind know. of touch on it last week, half heartedly, uh, sort of in a jokey way, and it it still is. I mean, Stellini has probably got a the best record in London derbies now, probably the best home and away record. <laughs> <laughs> it's just he, he's always at pains to say. How that he's always on the phone to Antonio. Antonio's picking a team. Antonio this, Antonio that. Do we yeah. think that's the case, or do we think that's a club line? No, I'm, I'm sure it is the case. I can't imagine that he picks the team. Uh, I'd imagine that that Conte's heavily involved in that. But he's not there and around the club, and his personality, which bold accounts is is pretty huge, is not there at the moment, is it? And you do wonder what impact that is having. If he comes back for Sheffield United, or let's suppose he comes back for Wolves, yeah, it's not an easy game. Wolves on Saturday, and he comes back and, and mm. we lose that game. What do we? What do we? 
gone from that. <laughs> oh, God, yeah. Well, a, co- a correlation would start to be formed, wouldn't it, Seb? That is the problem because people are already producing the memes for it. Um, yeah, look, I mean, Stellini seems like a good guy. I'm not going to go go overboard with it. But yeah, if Conte comes back and our form just disappears again, then <laughs> what can you say to that? Can we have like a remote manager? Can we just like, <laughs> like a hologram of him or something? <laughs> yeah, just tell him to work from home and your home your home is yeah. Italy. <laughs> That's fine. Do everything remote. I mean, yeah, just don't, don't turn up to training. I mean, he can even do his interviews post-match, can't he? But I'd prefer him not to because I like, quite like Stellini's interviews. Yeah, I like his interviews as well. I think his interviews are really good. I mean, they're yeah. a lot more detailed and uh, yeah. I, I, um. I'm not that bothered about Conte at, at the minute. I, I just think it's a it's a, a distraction that we don't need. I've got to say, a lot of the a lot of the sort of the miserable storylines, or the sort of the, the times when the fan base were getting most upset this season, was following Conte interviews where he said stuff. So I think one thing we've been not being here is that we've got none of that. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? It seems like it's been quite quiet, and we've just focused on the football. Nobody's really too worried about whether he's going to stay at the end of the season, whether he's not been back, this and that. So exactly. for me, him not him not doing those posts and pretty much interviews is, is been, has been the one good thing about him being off. Anyway, that's uh, enough of that for today. Let's quickly mention football prizes. You can win a Harry Kane signed 22-23 uh, home shirt, uh, signed obviously uh, by the man himself. Tickets are 3.95 with 149 available and that ends on Thursday the 2nd of March at 7:30. Two thirds of the tickets have gone already so you need to get in there for that one. Don't forget with the code CR10 that's all letters CR10 you'll get a 10% off your ticket and any of the other tickets on footballprizes.co.uk so get involved. Right Paul uh, cheers for joining bit of an old fashioned nightcap is it? Uh, mate, I'm an athlete. What are you talking about? Uh, no, I am. I am gonna uh, get my laundry out of the washing machine. Hey, anyway, no, I am gonna do. Well, some I man- didn't really want other rescue plans. Exactly. There you go. You know what? Don't please don't turn off. Let's get our uh, yeah completion rates. Um, I'm gonna do a little bit of personal admin. That sounds even worse. Sorry. Um, and then yeah, no, and then I'm gonna like drink loads of water and go to bed because I've I've had a really fantastic day. Um, yeah, shout out to anybody's listeners at the game today because it was a really good atmosphere after the first goal. It was like, I think we all knew, as I said earlier, that the confidence was flooding back and we were doing well. And uh, yeah, nice one, Skippy. Nice one, son. Come on, Skippy. Let's have another one. Yeah. Seb, cheers for joining, mate. Yeah, thank you for having me on. I'm off to uh, silence the current Mrs. Short so that she doesn't. Yeah, the no current joke. one is it going to be another one? Is it? <laughs> just, 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 just Man United keep bloody winning. <laughs> I was going to say I want to hear some payback stories later. Come on, I want to hear what he's about to. Right. Anyway, cheers, Ed. Thanks for listening. As always, don't forget the YouTube gang will be back on Monday. There'll be stuff on Wednesday. Brendan, actually, I'm sure Brendan. Oh no, he's not. Brendan is in Panama. Panama. So Panama. <laughs> hanging out with his hat on in uh, in Panama so he won't be back so I'll be doing the Sheffield United midweek uh, review of that and then we'll be back next weekend with the Wolves game on Saturday so look out for that until next time come on you Spurs come on you Spurs come on you Spurs
Social Podcast Network. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.